When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Moms are amazing at tracking down hard-to-find items. Library books, socks, you name it. But sometimes help is welcomed. Care.com makes it easy to find babysitters near you. Sitters with the experience and skills your family needs, like after-school pickup and homework help. You just post a job for qualified sitters to apply. And since all Care.com caregivers are background checked, you can feel confident about interviewing and hiring. To get the child care help you need, sign up now at Care.com. As a parent, no two days are ever the same. At Care.com, you can find trusted and flexible sitters to help manage your family's ever-changing schedule. Care.com can even help you out with housekeepers, dog walkers, senior caregivers, and more. So you can find care for all you love. And 100% of caregivers who use Care.com have been background checked with CareCheck, a key first step in hiring confidently. To get the help you need to make it all work, sign up now and find a great sitter at Care.com. He was not involved in the finish. And because he was not involved in the finish, they are protecting him for things to come. You know, I would have been excited to see him bring, you know, some some flavor to the to the US title. But I think he's at the place where it's kind of beneath him now. Another epic week of pro wrestling is in the books, and we're here to chat about it. Welcome to a new episode of the Wrestle Chat Podcast. I'm your host, the Ant Man. If you leave my studio, drive south for about an hour or so, you might find this guy skinny dipping in the Frio. Michael Glavin, welcome back, my friend. How are you? Well, let me talk to you. It's time to <laughs> get into another week of professional wrestling. Yeah. Let me tell you something. The people know what it's all about. It's all about L.A. Night. Yeah. Dude, we got a lot to talk about him coming up later on in this show. Because that's, I mean, there's a lot. To, I have a lot of feelings about the LA Knight situation right now. And I know you do too. But first, Brock accepts Cody's challenge for SummerSlam. We need to chat about that. Dom now has gold. We need to chat about that too. Plus, Blood and Guts gets nearly 1 million viewers. We've got a lot to get to, so let's get started. But first, we need to hit rewind to last Saturday's AEW Collision. It was a two-hour show with only three matches. 
three matches on the card, and man, it started hot with nearly an hour-long two out of three falls tag match for the AEW Tag Team Championship, FTR. They took on their challengers, Bullet Club Gold, and man, what a match. First fall went to Bullet Club Gold when Jay White pinned Dax after hitting him with a uh, with the Blade Runner. Juice got caught in the Shatter Machine and Cash grabbed the pin for the second fall. But here we are getting close to an hour and that's the time limit. Dax countered the Pulp Fiction, put Juice in the Sharpshooter to score the third and final fall just a few minutes before time was up in this match. If you'd told me here at the beginning that this one match would take up half of this show, I would have said, okay, fine. I'll come back with about 10 minutes left and see what happens at the end. But man, I'm so glad that I didn't. I watched every single second of this match right now. This has to be on top of a short, short stack of best tag matches for the entire year. Did you get a chance to catch this on Saturday? I caught the highlights of it uh, just because of some other uh, previous obligations I had. Um, the first thing I want to say before I talk about the match is the names are getting a little ridiculous because I feel like at some point it's like, hey, check out the Chase Sapphire card or, hey, check out Bullet Club Gold. I'm like, I don't know what this is. But in any situation, um, I love Chase Sapphire card. There's got to be a tag team called Chase Sapphire. They, uh, they take on uh, Pretty Deadly over in WWE. Ex- exactly. Yeah. But, uh, but past that point... Um, you know, it's cool to see AEW doing stuff like this because it is a little bit outside of the norm to have an hour-long two out of three falls tag match. Sure. And um, I think it really paid off. Um, the highlights that I did see, absolutely phenomenal. Um, great group of guys really putting it all out there. And um, while I'm glad that I didn't necessarily have to endure 60 minutes of that, part of me yeah. wishes I would have endured 60 minutes of that. So really, really cool match overall. When you have nothing to do, you know, over the weekend when you have, you know, hour, hour and a half, take that time and, and go watch the whole match over again. It, it's definitely worth it. Big congrats to Willow Nightingale and Ricky Starks. These two both won their respective finals match to take home the Owen Hart Cup. Not without controversy, though. It looks like that Starks pinned CM Punk with a little help from his friend, The Rope. We'll have to keep an eye out for uh, tonight's collision to see if that ends up going anywhere, which I, I kind of hope it does. I hope this is something that uh, this is one of those passing of the torches from Punk to a, a new up and comer who is just fantastic. We'd love for you to join in on the chat anytime. Follow Russell Chat Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, or the new threads and let your voice be heard on anything that we talk about here on this show. Well, this show also drops on Saturday and the day before, Michael and his pals drop a new episode of the Manchild Chronicles, the latest exorcisms and the county fair. <laughs> Tell us about this one, dude. Uh, it's a really fun episode. Um, we, uh, we have a draft of the best mm-hmm. things about the county fair as you remember them. So there's a lot of nostalgia Yes. Uh, built, built into that segment. Uh, we talk about some movies. Um, we play some other games that I'm not going to give away. All I know is there's been a lot of buzz around this episode. We've been getting a lot of messages um, about Good. some of the things we've talked about. And uh, you're not going to want to miss it. Check it out on YouTube. Uh, if you're driving, I, I, I highly suggest you watch it. But if, if you're traveling this weekend, check it out on Spotify or Apple Music. Definitely subscribe, like, share. Uh, it'd go a long way, and we're we're excited to hang out with you for a little bit. Did you ever do county rodeos where you grew up? 
Yeah, absolutely. Rodeos, rodeos, rodeos. Uh, demolition derby, the whole yeah. everything. Everything yeah. about the county fair was was awesome. You're watching this episode right now. Scroll down to other channels that we love here on YouTube, and you can find the Manchild Chronicles there and hit subscribe. Moving over to Monday Night Raw, live from Hot Atlanta in tradition <laughs> fashion. Uh, you know, Brock Lesnar made his appearance in the first 15 minutes of the show so sure he did. could get back home before Law and Order came on. Uh, he spent a little time smacking around Cody right in front of his mom, uh, Cody's mom, and Cody's sister, and his brother-in-law too. We know that these two are going to face off against each other in Detroit in just two weeks at SummerSlam. Do you envision some sort of though, you know, a stipulation being drawn up for this match after this encounter in Cody's hometown? You know, I'm not sure. There's a lot going on um, behind the scenes right now that is saying that there's going to be some stipulations, but usually I'm, I'm, I'm a sucker for a good stipulation, but I'll be honest, I'm not sure we need it this time around. I agree and, with you. And I, I'm hoping that, you know, there is some scuttlebutt that, that talks about a bull rope match uh, because of some of the history with Dusty and different things like that. And, and don't get me wrong, I'll enjoy it however we get it. But sure. I will admit that there's enough legitimacy going into this match that we could just see two guys duke it out for 20 minutes or till Brock turns to dark a shade of purple uh, where they have to call the match. <laughs> and then, uh, and then you know, we'll, we'll do what we do. But all that to say, I'm not going to be disappointed if we get a stipulation, but I'm hoping that it's something reasonable and of championship caliber, if, if that makes any sense. Yeah, the ref has his, his his rubber gloves in his pocket and, and one side and the other side is a is a color wheel that he has to hold up throughout the match to see. <laughs> you, you see him hold up the and he's twisting the color chart and then you see the, the X, you know, it's, it's like, X oh, he's, he's too purple. Get him some oxygen. I sure hope we never run into Brock. Uh, every time I see Gunther in a ring or I hear him on a mic, the more and more I buy into this guy. He yeah. is the real deal. When he stood up on the announcer's table there on Raw after his match with Riddle, I believed every, every single word that he said. He has, he has a commanding presence. He has this old school heel feel, and uh, I really love it. Something that, that Tommy Dreamer mentioned on Busted Open this week. Well, first, let me ask you this, Michael. When anyone, uh, it just uh, name anyone who who gives a chop, what does the crowd do? Uh, it, well, it depends on who it is. Sometimes they react. Sometimes they don't. Right. M more times than not, you get a Ric Flair woo. Right. 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 Something that Tommy brought up this week was when Gunther chops someone, no one woos. Think about that. Most of the time, they clutch their own chest and go, yep. crap, that hurt. His chops were so immensely hard that yes. you could see the moisture uh, vaporizing off bodies because of how intense those chops were. And there's there's certain times that you know they turn the microphones up you know, for the in-ring action. This was not one of those times. <laughs> All mics caught it every single time. I know they're moving him to a feud with, with Drew McIntyre, but I hope they keep the Intercontinental title on him. And how huge would that be for Gunther to come out of a battle with Drew McIntyre after, you know, story after story, or match after match after match leading to a great story, and he ends up keeping it. That could be something. Porches from Punk to Porches from Punk to feeling about this guy. Man, I love him. And, yeah. and 
I would push back against your old school heel thing just a little bit because, in my opinion, there's actually very little heel about him. In the sense of, he's not really dogging on anybody. He's not getting the cheap heat, you know, in the hometown. More of why we don't like him is that he knows how good he is. And he knows that he's the ring general. And so, or general, whatever it is. But uh, but we're not seeing some of the typical uh, tropes of a heel character in him. It's just that he's that kind of foreign champion. He means business. That's it. The, the title is everything to him. His, his winning is everything to him. And it's more his lackeys that are bringing the the true cheap heel vibe. I really want him to go all the way. I want him to be the longest reigning intercontinental champion of all That'd time. Um, yeah. Does the WWE have patience for that? I don't know. What I do know is that he's quite a ways into this title run and I'm not sick of it yet. He did go there a little bit on Monday. He, when he got up on the table, he did tell the crowd, you should consider yourself lucky that you had a chance to witness me here tonight. But is he wrong? <laughs> He's not. He, that's true. He's not wrong at all. Monday night, we also got confirmation that we're going to see Ronda Rousey take on our former BFF, Shayna Baszler. And she told her, you're welcome. I am actually going to get you a match at SummerSlam. Nice little uh, real life dig there. Plus, we have new women's tag champions, Sonya Deville and Chelsea Green. Uh, Chelsea Green. I wonder who is, uh, who's going to be next in line as their challengers. We'll see those in weeks to come. Anything you want to touch on with either one of those before we get over to Dirty Dom? Just uh, God bless Shayna Baszler for uh, speaking it like it is. Um, I'm sure they're friends behind the scenes, maybe. Uh, Maybe not now, but uh, in any situation, happy to see that trending. Uh, Tag team champs felt a little rushed, but uh, I I think we're setting up for something else, maybe some newbies to come in, Um, but excited to see where it goes. We've got Rhea Ripley holding the Women's World Championship. We've got Damian Priest holding the Money in the Bank briefcase. A guaranteed shot at any title at any time. Two weeks from today, we've got Finn Balor taking on Seth freaking Rollins for the World Heavyweight Championship. And now, Dirty Dom is holding gold. After his trip to NXT on Tuesday, Judgment Day's Dominic Mysterio is now the NXT North American Champion his first singles title in WWE. Where do you see this faction headed as we progress to SummerSlam and and past SummerSlam? Uh, I'm getting super excited about this because Mm -hmm. it's giving me the vibe of, boy, the pay-per-view's gonna gonna slip me. I think it was maybe an Armageddon or something like that back in the day when um, Evolution, Triple H, Ric Flair, Batista, Randy Orton, walked away with the tag championships, the world heavyweight championship and the intercontinental championship all the same night in a pay-per-view. And, and I feel like we're trending that direction with the judgment day, which I am here for all day. I don't like to make very detailed predictions. It's something I try and stay away from, but I am going to make one uh, for SummerSlam. I think that Finn Balor, is going to go over Seth Rollins. Give or take a detail of whether there's some uh, uh, interference in that match or not by the Judgment Day. Yeah, Shenanigans. Sure. Um, <laughs> I do think Finn Balor is going to go over. There's going to be a really sweet moment, and I think Damian Priest is going to double-cross Finn Balor and cash in for the World Heavyweight Championship. 
Well, one week from tonight, NXT's Great American Bash rolls into the HEB Center just down the road from us in Cedar Park, Texas. We hope to see Dom in action there. I'm sure he'll be defending that title uh, once again. You know what Wednesday was, right? Blood and Guts, a war game-esque match. There are two rings completely surrounded on each side and, and the top of the cage. And as the name might entail, it was definitely a bloody one with lots and lots of toys in the ring. And it brought in the viewers as well. Brandon Thurston of WrestleNomics reported that AEW Dynamite saw 953,000 viewers, the number one cable show on Wednesday. Um, did you have a chance to watch any of Blood and Guts on Wednesday? Uh, definitely saw the highlights, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which, which was a lot. Um, I watched an extended clip of um, the Bed of Nails, which I yes. thought was uh, quite interesting. Yep. Um, it, it's, I haven't it's seen a, that since the circus. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> you know, and, and here's the thing. A lot of us, you know, and I saw people on social media like, oh, man, those nails are close enough together. That's not really going to hurt. It's not going to pierce your skin. Okay. And I'm sitting there like, if I took a single back bump in the middle of the ring, I'm going to be gone for a week, much less falling on this this jagged, you know, thing, you know. Uh, people, you know, the internet keyboard warriors don't give these guys enough credit. Well, in this match, the elite took home the dub after choking Wheeler Yuta with a chain and the handcuffed John Moxley gave the verbal tap. How do you feel about the blood and guts tradition on Dynamite? Do you feel it's too much for TV? Is it a match that should be saved for a pay-per-view? Or you think that, I mean, how can you argue with almost a million viewers? I know that we're still, you know, 500, 600,000 short of, you know, say a Monday Night Raw, but I mean, you, how do you get there? How do you get to be in, in competition with WWE if you're AEW? Do you do it by matches like this? I think so. You know, we talked a few weeks ago that the game has changed. You know, it's not just pack the pay-per-views anymore. And, yeah, very true. Uh, I, I do think that there is a place uh, for uh, the blood and guts type format, um, but I think it needs to be done carefully. And if left in the hands of solely John Moxley, it won't be done carefully. But um, I think for the most part, having a dedicated uh, pay-per-view like this where you kind of pack it all in. I do think it's successful. I think it scratches the itch for a lot of people. Sure. Well, at, at the same time, I always want to balance stuff because you're 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 punching uh, chunks out of your bump card, you know, when, when stuff like this goes down. And I don't want to see anybody's careers cut short uh, because of these events. Um, so it's up to them, obviously, what they do. But if it's done carefully and not too often, I'm, I'm here for it. And it seems like that is what's happening so it's fun to watch um and i do think that it's going to take you know these extended tv or on tv pay-per-view type things to to get them you know in real competition with the wwe talk about good balance part of the success from wednesday was due in part to the unlikely duo of better than you baby mjf and adam cole who won the blind eliminator tag tournament and will go on to face ftr for the AEW Tag Team titles. However, following their win, the ref handed Adam Cole MJF's world title, and it looked as though Cole may have lingered a little too long. The, uh, the looks were at that title were a little too long for the Triple B, provoking a shove from MJF. They're fine now, at least that's what we're told. Um, but this run has really been entertaining and, and it's been more than fun. And I'm not sure, you know, that I'm ready for this to be over yet. What say you? 
it, you know, it, it harkens me back to the celebration of friendship and, you know, <laughs> it, it works so well, but yeah. you know that the next phase of the story has to come and, you know, it, it's bittersweet no matter what happens. We want what comes on the other side, but we want to keep what we have. Um, as long as it goes, I'm going to treasure it, but I know that I'm going to enjoy whatever comes next as well. I know yesterday was a new episode for you guys on the Manchild Chronicles. Coming up next Friday, you're dropping another new episode. What do you have coming up on this Friday's show? We've got some fun stuff coming up, let me tell you. Um, we get to play one of our favorite games called Movie Roulette. And it's something okay. you're not going to want to miss. Let me, let me give you a little spoiler about what it is here. So uh, we jump on, and our favorite uh, app to go to is Tubi. Uh, the, the movie okay. app Tubi. Here's why. Sure. Because Tubi has a lot of obscure movies that, that you usually don't see on, on primary apps. Sure. We pick 16 terrible movies, and then we play a game to narrow it down to one, and all of us watch that movie and review it together <laughs> the following week. So you should join us um, as we figure out what this terrible movie is that we're going to watch, and okay. then we're going to invite you to watch it with us. Oh, and yeah. uh and check out, uh, you know, the review the following week. And then we also uh, we also have a great eight, the best eight things that are yellow. And so uh, it's something you're definitely not going to want to miss. It's <laughs> happened to be wearing yellow. Don't forget, you can also find the Manchild Chronicles here on the WrestleChat podcast channel. Just scroll down to other channels that we love. You can click on their channel right there and hit subscribe and uh, check out the, the most recent episode and get ready for that one coming up this Friday. Speaking of Friday, Friday Night Smackdown. Let me talk to you. Another incredible pop for LA Night in front of this live, live, live Orlando crowd. But what many thought would be his shining moment after an impassioned promo last week on Smackdown, L.A. Knight did not come out on top of his fatal four-way to earn his right to the potential challenge for the U.S. title at SummerSlam. Instead, Rey Mysterio won and will now face his protege, Carlos Escobar, next week. The winner of that match gets to face Austin Theory for the U.S. title. I'm excited about the L.A. Knight part, but this story is actually really interesting and not one that I knew that I was going to be excited about, but... I, I, Let's just have both. Can we do that? L.A. Knight, the dangling carrot for the WWE Universe right now. Is it a mistake or are they setting him up for something much bigger? What are you thinking right now? 100% happy with how it landed. Um, yeah. I don't want the table scraps now versus the full stake later. And <laughs> uh, and I think this was the right decision. And I think, I think the one thing that is clear is that he was not involved in the finish. And because he was not involved in the finish, they are protecting him for things to come. Yep. What that Good is, I, I'm not sure. Um, you know, I would have been excited to see him bring, you know, some some flavor to the, to the U.S. title. But I think he's at the place where it's kind of beneath him now. And so mm -hmm. it'll be cool to see what happens with that. Um, does he get thrust to the main event? I don't know. It, it'll be interesting to see, but um, I'm happy with how everything worked out for him on Friday night. And um, now we just get to kind of hold our breath and see where it goes. 
They also need to keep an eye on the street profits. This whole deal with Bobby Lashley, the faction that looks to be forming. I'm interested to see what shapes up to be with those guys. And they're just giving us little nuggets here and there. Just little backstage things. You have no idea what they're talking about. You have no idea what they're doing. You just see little things here and there. But I'm excited to see where that goes. And for the first time ever, I'm interested in Bailey and Shotzi. Now, I'm talking about them individually. While in the past they both had you know great matches, now they're telling a story with these two. One that hasn't really been told in quite some time. One girl bullying another, and the hope that the bully gets the you know gets their comeuppance. Does that happen to Bailey? We'll have to have to wait and see. But this character that that Shotzi is starting to become after Bailey held her down and cut her hair is man. I think it's one that is. Uh, hard, not hard to tell, hard to watch in some aspects, just because of the age that we live in now, that things like this really do happen in uh, with girls, and, and uh, different things happen with guys, and we see that every week on wrestling, but you don't really see this angle. You usually just see, you know, some little cat fights, but the bullying, and the and the uh, the you know, the teasing and the talking down to and the you know really degrading another another woman and you're getting to see this whole other character come out of Shotzi. I mean, just to see what they do there. The two things we were waiting and clamoring to see started and ended the show. La Knight to kick things off and the Bloodline here to close the whole thing out. The rules of engagement with Jay and Roman at the table together in the center of the ring. When he says, we don't need a contract, Jay does. We don't need a contract. This is tribal combat now, and anything goes. Him just saying that, that just sounds epic. And when he said that the elders are the ones who who thought of it, are they going to make a make a scene and, and show up at SummerSlam? I would think something has to happen, wouldn't you? I, I would. There... There is so many things to unpack in this segment, um, and if you don't mind, and it was only jump. ten minutes long. It was, uh, it try eight. It was eight like, minutes long. Okay. I looked at the clock during Roman's <laughs> entrance, and I was like, "That oh boy better hurry up." Roman's entrance was part of that ten. That's true. Yeah, and uh, so several things to unpack here. First of all, part of theater and part of story is knowing when to take your foot off the gas. And right before the payoff, this story has taken its foot off the gas in the in the best of ways where the story hasn't stopped. The story is still progressing, but the story takes a breath and says there's going to be a moment of calm and a moment of reflection prior to the battle that's about to take place. And so it was cool for there to be this, without even saying it, this obvious rule to, to tribal combat that says we're not going to get into it prior to this match happening. And that was very clear by, by Roman blocking solo um, from, from getting uh, uh, Jay. The other part of it, I love the shades of kind of borrowing from the Marvel universe a little bit. And I'm not sure if you realized this tie in, but if you go to black Panther, when, uh, when they're fighting to become uh, the black Panther in Wakanda, one of the rules is you have to lay down the powers of the Black Panther in order to engage in that fight. And Roman Reigns was forced to do the same thing by giving up his status as the tribal chief in order to win that right back. And so, man, the best thing to happen in wrestling cool. for, for the longest time. And so 
the layers that are happening in this entire story are nothing short of phenomenal. You're seeing a more uneasy Roman knowing that the elders are now involved in this too. The confidence is starting to drain from him a little bit because he knows that this is now bigger than just him. And so, boy, give every single one of them an Oscar because (laughs) anything else is just a travesty. Well, you mentioned that them letting their foot off the gas just a little bit. If you're driving, what do you do typically? What are you about to do when you let your foot off the gas? You're about to make a turn or navigate a different direction or something. Bingo. And so I'm excited to see what that turn might be. And whether it's slight, whether it's a big turn, we'll have to wait and see. Not only is the undisputed title on the line, but according to commentary, uh, so is the tribal chief. And uh, so we'll see what happens coming up two weeks from tonight. SummerSlam in Detroit. I don't mean to jump ahead uh, with this comment, but I don't see Jay winning this, but I'm here to watch this movie. I'm excited to see what happens with it. SummerSlam live from Detroit two weeks from tonight. I can't wait. It's going to be epic. We want to know your thoughts on everything that went down this week in pro wrestling too. If there's something that we missed that you want to chat about, make sure you let us know here in the comments of this episode or on social media. You can find us on all of them at WrestleChat Podcast. Michael, it was a fun, fun week, fun show connecting with you once again here on the show. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And thank you guys so much for watching and listening. We're going to see you next week here on the WrestleChat Podcast. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room, office, kids' playroom, or home gym? Well, you need to ventilate those spaces to remove stagnant, musty air. For over 20 years, the Easy Breathe Ventilation System exchanges dirty, damp air for cleaner, drier, healthier air. Take charge of your indoor air with your own Easy Breathe Ventilation System. You can get it installed, or DIY kits are available. Just call 866-822-7328 or visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com and receive 20% off today.